Hi, my name is Jackie. I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes when I was 8. I play hard because that's how I do everything. I always push myself to be the best that I can be. Type 1 diabetes does not stop me from doing the things that I like to do. Hello and welcome to Teen 1D, the podcast for teenagers and young adults living with type 1 diabetes. The podcast is not intended as a substitute for professional medicine advice or treatment. My guest for today is Dub Jellison. Hi, um, welcome to today's episode. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me on. It's an honor. Yeah. All right. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So my name is Dub Jellison. Obviously, I'm a type 1 diabetic since 2003. I'm a senior at Purdue University and studying mass communications. I'm also the the host of the Dub Jellison podcast, which is kind of how we got connected, I guess. Yes. And where did you grow up? I grew up in Noblesville, Indiana. Um, I'm actually here right now to watch Super Bowl with my dad. So, yeah, Noblesville, Indiana, which is like 40 minutes north of Indianapolis. Um, it's kind of like a suburb or, or whatever. So do you, have a, do you use a pump or a CGM to handle anything or what are you using on the technology end? Yeah, I have a pump. I actually just got a tandem pump this past summer. I had the, I think it was a Medtronic. It like, I had it for so long that they didn't even make it anymore. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. So I, I had a dinosaur. Uh, so I just switched over to that. And then I also have the Dexcom. Uh, I think it's the G6. I use that to to manage it and, and it's worked pretty nice. What do you have? I have the Omnipod pump and I'm also using the Dexcom G6 at the moment. Nice. How do you like the Omnipod? I've heard a lot of people have it, but I really like it. I just appreciate not having the tubing and it just makes things so much easier. Yeah, that's what I've heard about it. They're having the new model released, hopefully here in the future soon. And that should be where it's like hooked up with the Dexcom and both of them communicate. So that will be great. It's crazy how far we've come. I don't know when you were diagnosed. I was when I was eight. Yeah. So, I mean, we've both been diabetics for close to 10, you close to 10 years, me close to 18, 19 years at this point, which is kind of crazy. But like, yeah, I didn't get the pump till I was 11. And then, I mean, even just from then to now, the technology that we've gotten, it's, it's, it's amazing. It makes our lives a lot easier. Truly, truly. So what activities were you a part of growing up and did type one affect your ability to participate in any of those? I played all sports growing up, uh, but my main thing was baseball. I mean, like it affected it sometimes. Yes. But in the grand scheme of things, I, I made it through without any like big issues. Like I've, I was low when I was playing and stuff like that, but I never like had any big instances or anything. So yeah. it was kind of a non-issue. Good, good. So did you know anyone else with type one when you were growing up or do you know anyone who's at Purdue with you now that has type one? The only person I knew growing up was a kid in my class. We were actually in the same class a few years in a row, which is kind of cool. His name's Cole Howard. Um, He's actually a paramedic now. So that's really cool for him. Um, And then I don't know anyone at Purdue that's also diabetic, which is, I thought I would I would like to connect with some when I got to Purdue, but uh, that's just not how things panned out, I guess. So how did you choose uh, Purdue and what led you to that decision? 
I mean, Purdue for me, um, it's, it's, it's been my dream school ever since I was little. Like I've been a fan of them ever since I could remember. So, I mean, when I got in, I accepted my offer within like, like 15 minutes, I think. Wow. Yeah. I was, I, there's really no other choice for me. Um, once I got in there, I was playing it. I didn't have the, the best, uh, GPA coming out of high school. So I was kind of planning to go somewhere else if I didn't get in. But once I got in, it was, it was a no brainer. Yeah. So you already discussed your major, but how are you enjoying that now? Or you said what you were majoring, but how are you enjoying that now? It's super fun. It's been a long roundabout story of like how I got there. And this is my third major, but I finally feel like I, I found something that I have a passion for. And obviously it's allowed me to connect with a bunch of people, connect with you and and come on podcasts and things like that. So yeah. So what other podcasts have you been on? This one, and then um, I'm a big MMA fan, so yeah. I was on the UFC podcast. But yeah, that's that's it. Oh, that's cool for the UFC one, though. So, do you have a 504 plan at Purdue? No, I I don't. I've never even. I don't think I've had a 504 plan, like an official one. I guess like when when I was in middle school and high school, like my nurses. My nurses knew and they did a really good job of of taking care of me. And uh, whenever I'd go down there, we'd talk about stuff. But uh, when you get to college, you're kind of you kind of are out there on your own. But diabetes is something that you're going to have to manage yourself regardless. And a lot of the I mean, all the professors that I've had um, have been super understanding. Like if I'm if I'm really high when I wake up in the morning um, and I can't get to class, they're very understanding say hey feel better don't worry about it um we'll get you caught up or whatever so but yeah i mean it's a lot of self-managing but i mean that's that's what we've been doing our whole lives so it's really nothing new yes so to go along with that what do you think the biggest change has been moving from just living with your parents to now living in college in terms of the diabetes not being able to lean on them and like if I forget something, I just have to figure it out by myself. I can't lean on them, which I mean, I, I only live like an hour away from home. If I forget, like I forget my Dexcom stuff and and I need I need to come home and get pump supplies. So it's it's pretty easy to do that. But yeah, it's just being out on your own and having to navigate that. Like my numbers were not good my freshman year. And then I kind of righted the ship and, and and figured it out. So on the same wavelength of things, do you have any advice for people who will be living on their own in managing type one in the future? It's tricky because um, I feel like a lot of diabetics are kind of like, like ashamed in a way to be diabetic and they don't want to, they don't want other people to know necessarily, but just be open about it. And I mean, w- once you get to college, I know it's very scary. I know you're, you're a senior, right? Yes, I'm a senior. Have you decided where you're going to go to school next year? I don't know where I'm headed next year, but I will let you know it as soon as I've got that figured out. Yeah, it's a hard process. But it really is. I mean, for you, like, it's it's going to be really scary going there, uh, being out on your own. I know my parents were worried sick about me, but, I mean, once you're there for even a few weeks, I mean, you get the hang of it. Like I said earlier, this is this is nothing new to us we do this stuff on a daily. So it's just about having discipline and 
not being ashamed of it, like you have to be open and honest because if you do need help, people need to be able to be there for you and not, not be in the dark about what's going on. Mm-hmm. Have you had any situations where you have had to ask for help for other people? Mm-mm. I've, I've been one of the lucky ones. I haven't had to go through that. So good. Good. And then on a different pace of things, you are the creator and host of the Dub Jellison podcast. Can you tell us about the theme of your podcast and how you decided to start that? Yeah, so it's it's turned into like a sports podcast, but I started it kind of just having fun with friends and stuff like that. That's that's another weird long roundabout story of how I started. I I started watching MMA UFC and then um I know he's controversial now, but back then um, I was a fan of Joe Rogan, his podcast. So then I was like, oh, I kind of want to start my own podcast. And I, I did things like that. I was trying to like copy him. And then I found my own way, found my own niche and, and it's turned into, into something pretty special. So did you know anything about podcasting before you started your own? No, not, a, <laughs> not at all. And like the first, yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> the first like five episodes i wasn't even using my mic microphone correctly um, oh wow i was just doing audio and like one of my fraternity brothers he came in and helped me and he's like dub you know you're not using your mics right it's like, hey, <laughs> and he, so he fixed that for me uh but yeah i i knew nothing and i mean it's a learning process like nothing's going to prepare you for actually sitting down and doing it and talking with people and having those conversations, especially if you're quiet. Like, like I'm very quiet when I'm in class, I don't say anything. So it was, it was kind of a tough transition to talk on camera and on the microphone. So what has been the most challenging part about it so far? The most challenging part is probably just balancing everything with school and, and diabetes and work and, and everything like that. The main thing, that I think people who are starting a podcast need to learn is just stay consistent with it and be yourself because I mean, you're going to grow a, an audience who loves you and, and listens to you and appreciates you. So just being there for them and whatever pace you want to go, you could put one out every day, you could put one out once a week, once, once every two weeks, whatever, whatever the case may be, just being consistent. So was it difficult to find guests when you were first starting out? Yeah, it was very difficult. I was just having all my friends for the first, like, I want to say like 18, 19 episodes. And we said some really dumb stuff and we we're just, just being goofy on there. And <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, it actually, the first one that was not like one of my friends, he's, he was actually a type one diabetic. He fought in the UFC. Um, his name's Jordan Williams. So that um, getting him kind of kickstarted everything, and then and then uh, people started started following suit soon after that. Yeah. So, how do you find the time to be a college student and run a podcast? It's all about time management. Sometimes I do kind of prioritize the podcast over classes and stuff, um, which I know some people don't want to hear, but uh, that. <laughs> that's just what I do sometimes but yeah it is about time management like I do everything myself so I usually like I'm able to record sometime during the day uh, a couple times a week and then I edit and get everything ready to get posted make clips and all that stuff at night 
I mean, which works for me because I'm a night owl. I usually don't go to sleep till like two, three in the morning. Oh, no, I could never do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I edit late at night. I mean, so that's, that's kind of the way I've done it, but I'm sure there's a lot more efficient ways to do it. Yeah. And I know you said you were quiet, but did you have any experience with public speaking or interviewing before you started? My freshman year, I took a, uh, like a speech class or whatever that everyone has to take. And I was petrified. I couldn't even get up to do like a short 30 second thing. I get anxiety when like we have to do like on the first day of school, you're like, Hey, say where you're from, your name, your major, all that. So I get anxiety when that happens. So like for me, it's, it is, it is odd, but. So do Purdue students know about your podcasts and are you ever recognized for it just out on campus? There's been a couple of times where people have said like, Hey, you're the, you're the kid with the podcast. Uh, which is which is kind of cool. It makes me feel good. A few a, a few people know who I am. Yeah. So, how many episodes have you recorded so far? I think I'm on one forty three right now. Wow. So I've been. Congrats. Out. Thank you. Yeah. So, out of all of the guests that you've interviewed, are there any specific episodes or guests that were particularly memorable, or do you have any favorite moments? I've mentioned him earlier, but Jordan Williams, I mean, the first pro athlete I ever had on, the first type one diabetic I ever had on, and me and him have gotten pretty close. And then a few other type one diabetic guests, Dr. Charles Loftus, who works for the Portland Trailblazers, him and I have gotten close. Ryan Smith, he used to play basketball at Purdue, and now he's he's on the coaching staff at Mercer for basketball. Those three are the main ones. And then I mean, I've had on a ton of Purdue guys that I've looked up to for basically my entire life, like the Purdue basketball coach who's been there since I was yeah. three years old. Our I love Purdue, Matt Painter. Yeah, paints, paints the man. He was awesome. Dwight Freeney, who played for the I'm – a, I'm a Colts fan, so um, growing up watching him. Um, it's just that my, my most favorite ones, though, I like the diabetic ones. Um, Eva Rubin's another one who plays basketball at Illinois. Yeah, um, I'm trying to get her on right now. Perfect. Uh, she's really nice. She's really Thank nice. you. My favorite ones are like the Purdue ones and then the, the diabetic ones because those, especially the diabetic ones, those are the ones that like I have the best conversations about just like real life stuff that actually impacts us. And I know for me, I don't have a whole lot of friends or know a whole lot of people that are type one diabetic and go through the same same things on the daily that I go through. So it is nice to be able to to chat with some of those people. Yeah. So how do you decide which athletes, coaches, or sports-related personalities to contact for interviews? Is it just purely like a gut instinct or is like there anything that you're specifically looking for? Yeah. So most of the time I have to be a fan of them. I have to enjoy them or if I grew up watching them or they do something cool. And there's been a lot of, a lot of athletes or coaches or whatever that I've reached out to. They're just simply doing something cool on top of being an athlete. I mean, it is kind of a gut feeling like, Hey, this person would be cool in the podcast. Let me send them a message. But yeah, that's, that's kind of how I go about it. Um, I don't really have a rhyme or reason to it. For the yeah. part, though. So if you could have anyone on, like anyone in the world, who would be your dream guest? That's a good question. 
I'd have to say Peyton Manning, just because I I grew up a Colts fan, my favorite favorite football player. So I'd have to go him, and he he also seems like he'd be a really good conversation too. Yeah. So what do you hope to do after college? Hopefully one day be able to just do my own show independently and just make a living off that. I hire all my friends. Yeah. Uh, and just and just hang and podcast and, and do that stuff. But right out of college, I'm I'm getting ready to apply to jobs for like uh, journalism and like behind the scenes things with TV and radio and stuff like that. So do something like that. Hopefully it leads into something like an ESPN or a Fox sports or a CBS sports or whatever. Um, and I can kind of build my own brand and then work for myself eventually. Yeah. So thank you so much for being here. And for my last question, I just like to remind guests that we're all more than type one. So I like to ask my guests like what else they like to do in their free time, or if they have any recommendations for books, movies, or TV shows or anything else you'd like to recommend. Yeah. A lot of the things that I do are kind of sports. I like to I just hang out with my friends. We watch games or whatever. The podcast does take up a lot of my time. So that's kind of like my main hobby. Yeah. Um, but I do like to go to the go to the Purdue games and stuff like that. I'm not I'm not big into into like TV shows and, and yeah. movies, which I know is like a really uh like a really odd thing for people now. Cause I feel like everyone's like Oh, I'm I'm binging this show now, and I'm just like oh, I've never never seen it, man. Uh, <laughs> I've ne- like I didn't watch uh, what was that one that just came out? It was like the the uh, Asian game. Oh show. yeah, Squid Games. I didn't watch that either. <laughs> like I didn't watch that. I never watched Game of Thrones. Um, like all the Breaking Bad, all, all those like huge series. I never really watched, but uh, yeah. I mean, the main thing I do is just hang out with friends and watch sports and stuff but before we hop off i want to say thank you for for giving me the opportunity to come speak to you it's an honor i it was awesome to to have someone reach out to me for a chance oh yeah to have me on their show i really love what you're doing representing us type 1 diabetics I had a conversation the other day like we're, we're all we're got so being there for each other is, is super special yeah thank you so much for being here i really do appreciate it man no problem That's all for today. If you have any suggestions for future topics or guests or just want to say hi, don't hesitate to reach out. You can email me at teen.teen1d at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram at teen1dpodcast. If you like my podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review as it really does help me out. Thanks so much for listening and don't forget to tune into next week's episode. Have a great week. Bye.